Hey, welcome to the Rusty George Podcast. I'm honored that you're taking some time to listen to this. Every Monday, we'll be coming to you answering questions that you submit. Feel free to send in a question, hashtag RG Podcast, and we'll be talking about stuff in the church, in the world, and of course, in sports. Really glad that you're here. Well, welcome everybody to the Rusty George Podcast. I'm Josh, the online campus pastor, and with me this week is Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> no, Mike, Mike Bro, uh, my bad. But are you actually a Packers fan? I am a Packers you fan. You are a Packers fan. Yeah, okay, I, I didn't Packers. know that. Yeah. I would have thought you would have been a... Well, I, I was a Bengals fan. Oh, so okay. Many gotcha. years since yeah, I grew yeah. up 70 miles from Cincinnati. But That's right. They've been really hard to root for. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. So we had some friends that were on the Packers, so we kind of start cheering for those guys. Oh, so, okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Hey, friends in yeah, yeah, places yeah. there, my friend. Yeah. That's good. Well, cool. Well, thanks for the message today. That yeah. was awesome. Thanks, and, man. Um, I know you guys have kind of brainstormed this series. It's been yeah. really good. Good, so, man. Um, it's been helpful. Yeah, we've got a lot of positive feedback um, for it. So first of all, first question, um, Just, I know you went into it a little bit to kind of begin the sermon, but... Um, what's the most difficult part for you in responding to different situations with gentleness, um, as as kind of a man's man, Packer fan, yeah. <laughs> you know, type thing? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I think, like, like I said in, in, in the in the talk today, that there's a misunderstanding of gentleness. Yeah, it doesn't mean that you're not uh, driven or strong, or it doesn't mean frail, doesn't mean weak, doesn't mean delicate, doesn't mean you know, ah, whatever. Uh, it, it just means power under control. Yeah. So even when Jesus talked about meekness, when he said, blessed are the right. meek, it's the same word right. used there that said, you know, I, I, you just need to let me control your life. So yeah. so when the Holy Spirit controls your life, which we talked a lot about today, uh, when he controls your life, then you just have that gentleness that surfaces where, you know, it just, whatever situation you're in, yeah. you don't you don't come with a prideful edginess to, your, to yourself. Yeah. He enables you to, uh, like countdown before you blast off kind of kind of thing, you know, where you, you, you say, no, nah, I don't want to respond like that. Because really he does. He does remind you in the moment. Don't yeah. say it like that. And when you're sensing him saying that, you need not to say it like that. <laughs> yeah. It's just the way it is. Because yeah. sometimes yeah. you just go, shut up, I'm going to say it how I want to say it. And that's right. when you get in trouble. Yeah. So sure. I've just tried to, in the moment, you know, whatever situation, whether it's in a really tense meeting or whether it's in a confrontation with somebody or whether it's just with my kids or my wife, just go, all right, I just need that gentleness to surface in me so that it will come out yeah. in a non-edgy, harsh way. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, it, it is different every situation, yeah. and um, you, you, can really, you can really see it. What's cool so. about it is that you know, all the situations are different, but it's the same it's quality the, exactly. that's within you that yeah. can meet all that's the situations. Exactly right. It's yeah. that taking the edge off of you. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, And, you know, one thing I've noticed about... I mean, you've recently moved to California. Yeah. I moved here a few years back. And one thing I've noticed about the, I don't know if it's just, just Southern California culture or just kind of the, the area we live in, but it's kind of centered on the on family, but in a way that's almost dishonest or often even deceiving. Um, like a, there's a deception to it. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of these aspects of our work and the way that we relate to one another and people that we're just trying to get ahead and you know we we excuse our lack of gentleness um by trying to provide for our family or get ahead and you know do what's best for our kids or wife type thing but you know some people are never home you know some people not gentle people at work and you know they need to go under the hood type thing like we're talking about today so what would it look like um, to you? Um, maybe you can use you know examples from your, yeah. your own family that you're comfortable with. Um, 
what's it look like to exhibit that kind of gentleness and that kind of a pressured environment to do what's right by them, but also, yeah. you know, how well, do you I had that? I had to decide, you know, what's most important in my life, and of course, my relationship with Jesus Christ is, but I but I wanted I wanted that relationship to shape in me the qualities that would make me into a great dad and a great husband. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm, I got a long ways to go in both those areas, but when I was a young dad, I sat down and I wrote down what the, what a description looked like of a great dad, what a description would look like of a great husband. And I wrote it in first person where I said, I am a great husband, and I wrote what that looked like. And uh, just it was just for me to look at, and I read it regularly. I mean, I would read that list regularly. of Those are the traits that would make up a great dad. Those are the traits that would make up a great husband, and all of them revolved around humility and gentleness and yeah. kindness. And but I, I did want to work hard, and provide for my family, but I didn't want to make that about me. Yeah. I didn't want to make it a competitive thing. Well, our family's getting ahead of your family, or and I see that too. Yeah, like you yeah. were saying, man, there's a lot of that. And what that does, it just reflects back on our own insecurity, our own our own pride, mm-hmm. where we're trying to. Yeah. It's not really about becoming a great husband or a great dad or a great wife or a great mom. It's it's like I want to be. I want to keep up. I want to yeah. stay ahead of the other yeah. families. And that's that all goes back on us. Yeah. So to have little things like that where you can just write it down and read it and go, that's what that looks like. It doesn't mean that, uh, you know, I, I'm the top seller at my, in my business or I'm the, you know, the best, the best, uh, mom at our school, you know, the most <laughs> yeah. respect. It's like, no, I, when I when I walk through the door, I want my kids to see kindness, gentleness, truth, humility, faithfulness. I want them to, I want them to know they're unconditionally loved. That that's that's the stuff that makes up a great family. Yeah. And so if you stay on track with that, that's like I even told the illustration today about hanging the sword up. Mm-hmm. That's why I did it. Yeah. Cuz I didn't want to come through the door and, you know, when I talk about, you know, how guys go through their life with a silver sword, they're conquering yeah. and taking hills and stuff, it sounds kind of funny for a pastor to feel like, you know, that's what I'm doing. But that's what I was doing, man. Yeah. We all we all can fall in that trap of, you know, I want to get ahead. I want to be known. I want and, to, yeah. and to walk through the door with that same sword in your hand is not a good thing. Yeah, so for sure. I would hang that sword up on that nail just so I would kind of match the description I'd written down on the page. So yeah, yeah. That's and kind of a long answer, but... <laughs> no, that's really good because I, I'm, what I hear you saying, and I kind of resonate with this too, it, it's, that becomes about fear. You, you yeah. know, when, when that's our approach, it's nothing but fear, and we're just afraid of being something like we're afraid of failure and, and all those types of things, and I, I love that that quote that you do in the, in the message about hanging up the sword and whatnot, yeah. because you only need a sword if you're afraid, you yeah. know what I mean? Right. You know, right. Otherwise, right. there's nothing to fight. And what you, what you I think what you do in, in our culture a lot of times, when I talked about how that list of the fruit of the Spirit, uh, how that's like, like a replay monitor to go to and go, okay, so how am I doing? Yeah. What we do, we take the picture culture paints, and yeah. we look at that picture and go, how am I doing? And we're never gonna be that because it's always changing. Yeah, and it's always honestly shallow. But when you look at that other list and go, I want to be that. I want to be love, kindness, peace, you know, joy. I want I want those things. Yeah, it's a different thing you're looking at to compare your family and your life to. Yeah, right on. And you know, I all throughout the message today, I was kind of going back to it reminded me of uh, one of my favorite Martin Luther King Jr. sermons uh, entitled. Uh, he he it was a he entitled it a tough mind and a tender heart yeah and it was on the Matthew ten passage about being as innocent as a dove and as shrewd as a serpent type thing and uh, a tough mind and a tender heart I loved that um, and he opens the sermon he says a French philosopher I think it was Hegel um, that said no man 
is strong unless he bears within his character an antithesis strongly marked. Um, it, it kind of going to this notion of unless there's kind of this synthesis of, of an in-between of that compassion and, uh, you know, kind of mental toughness type thing, um, that that's kind of the mark of, of, of what Jesus was trying to get yeah. at through there. So what's your thoughts on that kind of synthesis and the way we're trying to get Well, you know, I was, like I was talking about today, Jesus was far from being weak, and he, mm-hmm. wasn't, he was driven, he was passionate, he was very purposeful the way he moved through his life. But it, it flowed out of a deeper thing called love. Mm-hmm. You know, and the Bible talks about how God is love. And everything everything about God flows out of his love. Even his strength flows from yeah. his love. Yeah. And us, the way we relate to other people, if we can be strong and we can be opinionated and we can speak truth. But if it's but if it doesn't flow out of a deep place of love, I think mm-hmm. that's what Dr. King was getting at. That, yeah. You know, that just turns people off, you know. Right. And, and again, that goes back to the prideful thing where I'm right and that's my opinion. That's what I think. And... I found that if if you if you don't take the edge off of if you don't, I mean, I've said this before here, at real life as well, is that you know, uh, truth without love is brutal. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody just tells you the truth and they don't they say it in a loving way. It's just like you don't hear anything else but the brutalness right. of it, you know. But love without truth is also not love. You have to have both, and that's why the Bible says you know Jesus came full of grace and truth. Mm-hmm. But it was that grace that His truth flowed out of. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and you can't, and you can't separate. The yeah, two. you can't yeah. separate the two, and we yeah. do way too often. We do. You know, and and that's when you really don't accomplish anything in conversation and relationships if you don't if you don't let the let it all flow out of the love first. Yeah. You got to be motivated yeah. by, by that. By that. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, one last question. So, how does gentleness look different in times of blessing than in times of suffering? Because a lot of times we can find it easy to be gentle when. You know, things are, it's easy to be gentle. But, yeah. I mean, when it's coming back at us or when we're kind of in the mud and the thickness yeah, sure. of life, that can kind of be tough. So what's your... I, I don't, you know, I still think, like I said, when you when you asked me about the different situations, I think gentleness is still consistent. Mm-hmm. It's still, it's still a, you know, a trait that just rises up in you, whether in good times or bad times. Uh, I think the, the kind of the, kind of the uh, misconception is that we're going through a tough time we will we all, we'll just be quiet about it. We'll be gentle about it, you know. Just and it is true, you know. Yeah, gentleness needs yeah. to be there, but sure. but when you read through like the Bible, you read through the, especially the Book of Psalms. Some of the things that Psalm writers said to God wasn't yeah. weren't gentle, yeah. You know, they, because God wants us to be raw and honest with Him. Absolutely. The problem is, we sometimes we don't go to Him with that. We take out on other other people when we're going yeah. through a tough time. And that's where he goes, hang on, hang on a second. You can talk to me that way if you want to. Yeah. But if you talk to them that way, just because you're going through a hard time, you're, you're not going to find the help you need. You're going to sever relationships. And people won't want to be around you because you're so full of this stuff. Yeah. Let me, let me deal with that. Dump it on me. Give it to me. I'll take it. And we'll work on it together. And then you can respond in more gentle ways to other people. Yeah. That's that's yeah. kind of the way I look at it. Sweet. Yeah, that's really good. Good perspective, man. So, hey, thanks for uh, filling in for Rusty. My today. pleasure. Glad and, to do it, man. Yeah, we'll see you next week then. All right, buddy. Backup quarterback. Right. That's me. All right, <laughs> All right man. Sounds see you. good, buddy. Hey, thanks so much for listening. We're really glad that you chose to be part of the podcast. Again, submit your questions to hashtag RGPodcast. And we'd love for you to go to iTunes and to write a review of the podcast. That helps us out so much. Spread the word. Share it with others. And we'll talk to you next time.